0: Previously, on *Tales of Asperan*, you're looking around the crowd for suspicious people, and up in the building, you think you see a shadow move by one of the windows, and then a silhouette stands up on top of the roof. Hey, everybody! Yeah, uh, I'm uh, Edward Ecuador, and you can thank me for
1: your uh, yeah, your city's destruction. And I go, <laughs> hold on a second. He's a liar. I'm Tedward Edwardor, and you can thank me for kicking his ass. And I'm going to jump into the flames, too. (laughs) 13. Okay, you
0: lift your foot forward and go to kick, and they duck down and do like a backwards roll and land on their feet. Damn it. And this creature looks at you and goes, looks like you got me this time. I'm going to find you, though. The mayor's son and um, seven guards kind of standing around the four of you in a circle. And the mayor's son just goes, "Okay, some explaining has to be done very soon.
1: I'm going to force your hand. Suddenly, Tedward's eyes glaze over. And looking at the mayor's son or his brother or whatever he is, it goes all the way to the top. (laughs) And you know, Alea, since you're the smallest member of the troop, he grabs you, puts you on his shoulders like a child riding piggyback. And he takes off running.
0: Hey there, listeners, and welcome back to Tales of Asperan. I know you're probably tired of hearing this, but if you're new to the show, we are an improvisational and collaborative storytelling podcast that's light on rules and high on storytelling. Now, what does that mean? We sit down on our desks, pretend to be someone we're not, and then record it all to share with you. Then we release an episode every other Friday. We're here to weave a tale for you to enjoy, second by second, line by line. And the best part of it all is that we have no idea what will happen next. Our story is being told with a game system you may or may not be familiar with. Dungeons and Dragons 5th Edition. This just means that sometimes we roll dice to figure out what happens next in the story. Roll high? Maybe you dash through a crowded restaurant and trip up the guards. Roll low? Maybe you gravely insult royalty during a dinner party. I wonder what will happen this week. Let's roll the dice and find out. Together. Recap where we last left off. The four of you began your investigation in the dockside district of Whispering Lake. First, you visited a small blue boat and checked out where Constance lived. Um, All the things he left behind before he vanished. You found what seemed to be a small little garden of ethereal lilies. With that, you also spooked his neighbor um, and then went down further to the docks where you investigated the scene of this missing person, this body that showed up. And after some quick diving in the water, you found a sending stone and some ethereal lois that were growing under the dock. Now, with the sending stone, you talked into it and you started to communicate with the goblin you had previously met, Killick, the goblin magic item dealer. And then that voice was quickly quashed out by a very familiar one. Someone on the other side of that rock was talking just like Tedward and pretty quickly after some deliberation and going back and forth, there was an explosion further up the docks. You hastily put a guard to sleep who was a bit suspicious of you and then you fled up the docks towards this burning building. In the midst, you found a person who looked exactly like Tedward and was proclaiming the town's destruction. Tedward rushed into the building fought him away from prying eyes, and the three of you helped put out the fire and save some townsfolk. At the last minute, you were questioned by the mayor's son, who was trapped in his wagon from the blaze. And when Tedward's explanation wasn't very great, he ran off before the mayor's son or any of the guards could question you further. Um, And we start this session with Hale and Thurbash. The two of you are quickly running down the main, st- main thoroughfare of the Dockside District, the wind blowing past your face. You can hear um, surprise and chatter as you rust pa- rush past people in a quick surprise. Haley very injured, and 30, 40 feet behind you, you can hear the quick footsteps of two city guards who are pursuing. What would you like to do?
2: Uh, <laughs> um, hmm, interesting. It's midday, mid-afternoon.
0: Yeah, it's like probably three o'clock.
2: Three o'clock. Okay. And are we in an area where there's like a lot of like uh, alleyways and stuff, or is it just like one main main thoroughfare?
0: Yeah. So the way this this district or this city works is all the streets kind of run on an arch and they're scalloped moving away from the lake. So basically any alleyway you're going to turn down will take you to another main thoroughfare, which... Will have its own set of alleyways. You could you could quickly duck into one of these main alleys and run off. You could also try and lose them in the docks.
2: I'm going to hopefully with Haley following me, uh, run about maybe 30, 30 feet or so, um, and then take one of the alleyways to my right and probably run all the way up to like the mouth of that alleyway before it turns into like another road and just confirm that. Haley is following me, and the guards are following me.
0: Haley, what are you
3: doing? All right. Uh, so how much distance do we have between us and the guards?
0: About 40 feet right now.
3: So when we turn the alley, will they notice us?
0: Um, the crowd is pretty thick. They've dispersed a little bit around you. If you want to try and hide from them to duck into the alley, you can.
3: I want to, once I dip into the alley, cast Minor Illusion to make it look like it's a wall there.
0: Ooh, okay. So, following Thurbash's lead, the two of you step into this alleyway, and you use minor illusion to throw up. And what, what does the illusion look like? Just a totally empty alleyway?
3: Uh, yes.
0: Okay. Um, the two of you wind around the corner, and Thurbash, you see Haley weave an incantation. What does this look like?
3: He takes out his lucky sco- lovely sculpture of his turtle dragon, and it starts, like, painting with it in the air.
0: And Thurbash, you see, as he moves this idol through the air, haphazard strips of magic, like a painting, start erecting themselves in the alleyway. And from your side, you can see a thin veil of this kind of blue translucent magic. And on the other side, it looks like an empty alleyway. And a few seconds later, can both of you roll me a stealth check with advantage?
2: Oh boy. Here we go. With advantage? Okay. Oh, no. There's one, that's not that bad. Oh, Advantage, yes. That's that's a lot worse. So we're gonna take the first one. Uh, I got a 17 in total.
0: Okay. What did you roll, Haley? Uh, 14. 14. Okay. The two of you stand there. Thurbash, you kind of lean your back against the wall, breathing heavily, and Haley's just not moving, kind of standing there, you know, like a deer in the headlights. As you see these two white and black painted armored city guards step around the corner with their spears in hand that they picked up after hurling them at you. They look down the alleyway and you see one he like looks over his shoulder and looks up and down the street and you hear him go They, they went this way, yeah? Um the other one, Yeah, they 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 should have be here. Come on, let's let's check it out and they both take a step forward.
2: How close are they to me?
0: To you, probably... How far back would you have run?
2: I was going to go to the other mouth of the alleyway. Okay, so, so you ran
0: all the way down to the other end. Yeah. Okay. You're probably about 25 feet. Okay. Um, And Haley, you see them step forward to you, and one, the one guard is looking over his shoulder up and down the street, double-checking to make sure you guys didn't go somewhere where he wasn't paying attention. And this other guard is seems a little too curious, and he steps forward with his spear, and starts to motion it forward as he steps through your illusion and he sees the spear vanish in front of him huh, I think they're back here um and he steps through the illusion and hey like, maybe about 10 feet from you you see this person there they are um I'm gonna, and... I'm
2: gonna start casually walking towards them okay uh as as nonchalant as I possibly can be but I'm I'm probably like shaking and shivering like crazy mm-hmm. because this is just too much and I'm going to wait till I'm, um, till they're within either uh, a 5 to 10 foot distance of okay. me.
0: Um, they're there pretty quick. Both of them step through this illusion. Well, the first one does, and the other guy looks confused, and this guy reaches through the illusion and pulls the other guard through. They're about 10 feet from both of you.
2: I'm going to uh, throw my hands up, and I'm going to be like, uh, Now, let's not do anything too hasty. And I'm going to use Fae Presence, and with a 10-foot cube around me, force them to make a Wisdom Saving Throw.
3: Okay.
0: What's your Spell Save DC?
2: My Spell Save DC is 14. Wait, do you choose the creatures? I believe all creatures have to make it. <laughs> so do I have to make it? I think you do.
0: That's fine. It's only a Charm, right?
2: Uh, it can be Charm or Frightened. Okay. Oh,
3: okay. Well, I don't make it so.
2: What effect are you going for? Uh, I'm gonna choose
0: charmed. Charmed. Okay. So the one guard steps forward, um, the one that discovered the illusion, and goes, "Hey, you were the one at that. You were the one at that scene down the street, yeah?" And they kind of point the spear towards you and take a step forward.
2: Oh yes, yes I am. Yeah, but I, I see. I am unarmed.
0: There's. I. There's a brief moment where you start to wonder if this worked or not, as they take another step forward, another step forward, and they look you in the eyes and they go, Oh, I'm so sorry. I, I didn't mean to scare you. Look, you did some fine work back there helping us out with them um, with Orion. That was wonderful. He's going to be uh, so happy to see you. Look, are you okay? Did you get hurt? Uh, you look very I'm, injured.
2: I'm, I'm actually in a bit of a rush. Um, I'm fine, but you see my, my friend here, He's, he's quite hurt, and he really needs to go see uh, a doctor, um, a, a medicine man.
0: Um, this first guard reaches over and elbows their companion, and they go, Eddie Brown, you know, get, get give him your potion, you idiot. Come on, look, he's hurt. He did something really good for us. Come on. And the other guy's, all right. And he reaches, you see he opens up a satchel, and he pulls out a healing potion. And he goes, here, and he goes to hand it to you, Hayley. What do
3: you do uh he happily takes it
0: okay i think it's 2d4 plus two so yeah roll me 2d4 all right one
3: and two whole three health points Yay. and you get to add
0: two more to that
3: so five you're at right a on. mighty six
0: <laughs> um while you you chug it down um and you feel the wounds on your face or the wound on your foot actually you feel the numbness in your toes start to kind of recede a bit um and it still hurts but not nearly as much as it did a few minutes ago. And Eddie Burrow, this guard reaches forward and he goes, "Yeah, hey, uh, I'll I'll, t- I'll take the trash." Um and he reaches out for the empty potion vial. I handed it to him. He takes it, puts Definitely. it back in his bag. Um Thurbash, how long does this effect last?
2: Uh I can tell you. It's until the end of the next turn. So probably by now.
0: <laughs> okay, what do you you guys each have one thing you want to do right now knowing that? What do you want to do? Um uh it's gonna run out real soon
2: i'm going to hold my hands up and i'm gonna pick up um a piece of paper my my prayer book which is with it's within reach of me so it's like within it's just near me Mm -hmm. i'm gonna hold it up and i'm gonna say i'm thank you so much for helping um but we are in a rush i'm i'm uh A delegate, I don't know the word delegate. I am a (laughs) a person of great importance for my religion and we need to leave. Please, will you let us go?
0: Um, Roll me a persuasion check with advantage.
2: Okay. And
0: they're gonna roll with disadvantage because they're
2: charmed. Wow, both of those are really bad. (laughs) Damn it. I rolled really low. Uh, you did not roll over than me. I rolled an eight.
0: Okay. As you say this, in that moment, you see the first guard that poked through the illusion. They kind of look at you and turn their head a little bit. And they look at Hele and see the, well, them handing back the empty potion vial. And he goes, wait a minute. What? No, get him. And the other guard goes, what? What are you? Hey. Um, and they both start running for you. What do you do? They're about 10 feet away from each of you. Sprint!
3: <laughs> Everybody follows his example. Okay, Sprint. roll me,
0: roll me um, athletics checks, both of you.
3: Okay.
2: Natural 20. Four. Okay, well, uh, that is a 13.
0: Okay, well, you guys lucked out. So, Haley, the one Eddie bro, the guard that gave you the potion, reaches forward to grab your wrist, and he actually gets his arm wrapped around yours, and you kind of just tuck and roll with it and actually throw him off into the side of the alleyway wall. And as this happens, the second guard is sprinting past Eddie bro, and he gets slammed into the wall. And both of you have a moment to flee and you both book it straight to the end of the alleyway. Left or right? Left. Left. Thank God you didn't say I'm right. I'm just following. <laughs> okay, so you sprint down the street and with a quick scuffle, um, you get about 60 feet down the road like up towards the northeastern section of town, and you see these two guards pop out. Um, And they roll a perception check. Can you guys roll me a stealth
2: check? Sure. (laughs) That's an eight. Okay. Seventeen.
0: Seventeen. Okay. Um, Luckily enough for you, so you guys weave into the crowd. There's a bunch of people around, um, and you slip into the shadow of like a horse-drawn wagon that's going by. And as you do... Halei, you notice Thurbash falls a tiny bit behind. And Thurbash, you look over your shoulder to see if the guards are watching. And you see Edibro make eye contact with you. And he goes, there he is! And he kind of yells out right as you feel Halei grab on your shirt and tug you forward into the wagon. And you guys slip down another alleyway off to your right and manage to slip away from the, the view of these two guards. A minute passes, another minute and you can see the two guards out in the street questioning people. What do you do?
2: Slowly start running and then break out into a dead <laughs> sprint away again.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, Haley, you follow? Yep. At this point, with your stealth check, with relative ease, you guys back down the alleyway slowly and then turn down another side street. You're about two or three main roads now from the dockside district, but you've seemed to escape the gaze of the guards um what would you like to do <sighs> you step out into the road and someone um with a cart that's being pulled by a donkey and they have a bunch of like food like fruits vegetables dried meats they're selling they pass you right by down on one corner you can see um a halfling with a big stack of papers that they're distributing
2: <sighs> okay oh okay
3: um are are, are you okay I got a spear through my foot because yeah, you I... ran. Why did you no. guys run? No, it is not because I
2: ran. We ran because they were going to hurt us. And they did, see? They, they did hurt you. Hur-
3: who said they were gonna hurt us?
2: Uh, they, it was implied. By who? Um, well, they started chasing Tedward and they knew we were a part of his group so they (laughs) were going to (laughs) chase us edward started running yes but because they were going to hurt him no no no. because they were going to question him and potentially hurt them probably not hurt anywho it matters not um we need to find a way away from here now because i don't know how smart those guards are, but I feel like they can find us. <sighs> but I don't know just, where to go. I just still don't understand why we ran. Well, um, because it's the thing to do. Okay. Just leave it at that. Uh, my suggestion is we should go and either go to the boat house that we were at before, or we should find Big Rose, and Big Rose will know what to do. Potentially, she she is, of course, our, our 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 teacher, is the word, I think. I agree with the boathouse. Okay, well, let's go to the boathouse then, and then maybe. Oh no, Rose, I'm sorry. With Rose. No, let's go to Rose then. Um, I I prefer talking to Rose. Do Do you know where she is? At the guildhall, right? Let's go. This
0: will be Mike chiming in. The last you saw her, she was at the Copper Kettle.
2: We think she's at the Guild Hall.
3: Oh, sorry. <laughs> let's go. Not, no, the, it's not okay. the
2: Copper
0: Kettle. The, um, what is it? The Fancy
2: Flamingo. Oh. The Pink Tavern.
3: Fancy Flamingo. Fancy Flamingo. Oh, yeah. We've
2: never even been to the Guild Hall. We would just be wandering around for forever. Yeah. Um, let us go to the bar. She must still be at the bar. Does that make sense?
3: Yeah. Let's go.
0: Okay. All right. Who wants to lead the charge?
3: Not Haley. I will leave the charge.
0: (laughs) Okay, give me a... Just give me one more stealth check. Because you kind of have to meander around that area to get back there, but the chances of you getting guards are
3: not great. 16. 16, okay. 23. Okay. Jesus.
0: Between the two of you, um, you you do actually see Edibra and their companion guard. By the way, Edibra was named by... At Poems by Cheyenne from Twitter um she's one of our listeners um thank you for the contribution but you you guys actually pass by these two guards again you see them questioning more folk that as you guys reach the bottom of the street you're on you see them step out of this alleyway and start talking to more people but you kind of quickly slip out with some pretty slow pacing just kind of cautious you make your way back to the fancy flamingo um and in front of you you see this large um, stone foundation wood building with the um, the wood outside is painted kind of a bright pink and there's a sign hanging from the door that says the fancy flamingo. Um, you walk up to it and open the door and at the back you can see the barkeep, um, same woman as before, standing behind there. And right where you left her is Rose still sipping on her coffee. And now she's eating lunch. She goes, well, hi there. I didn't expect to see you back so soon.
2: We are I in. To
3: be back so soon.
2: We are in some trouble.
0: Um. She looks you up and down. And goes.
2: Oh,
3: my, what did
0: you do? We
2: well. It wasn't. Well, we we did run, but it, we didn't do anything besides run. Right, Haley. Correct. Yes, uh, we. Uh, ran into Tedward? But it wasn't Tedward. It was... Uh, it was as if Tedward looked into uh, water and stepped out of the water and there were two of him. Wait. Well, well,
0: come, come, come in here. Close the door. Close the door.
2: Slam. Walk in. Close the door. Uh, take a seat. Probably where she's sitting. <laughs> Sit on her lap. <laughs> Sit right on her <laughs> lap.
0: <laughs> as you guys close the door, she looks over to the barkeep and goes, Lorelai, can you fetch these fellas some coffee or some, some water? So It seems like they've had a long afternoon already. Um,
3: oh, Lord, yes.
0: And the two of you take a seat down um, at the table. She's sitting out, same one as before, and she goes, all right, so you're telling me you went to the lake and you saw a Tedward made of water climb out of the lake and then you ran? <laughs>
2: No, 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 Uh, um, it, hey, like, can you help? I'm, words. Someone said something about a doppelganger. That might have been the word.
0: Okay, a doppelganger, that, that sounds a lot Um, clearer. So you're telling me there's someone running around town who looks like your, your big fellow, your big friend word, yeah?
2: Yes, there are two of him.
0: There are two of him now. All right.
2: Um... And, and although the Tedward we know is quite uh, angry and quick to destroy, this one is even more so. Angrier <laughs> and more quick to destroy.
0: Okay, so, wait a minute. Was that loud bang that I heard across town? Was that, was that from your encounter with this doppelganger?
3: Yes. Probably.
0: Oh, that's we, weird.
2: Yes. Oh, th- also there was a um a stone that would I could talk to someone through the stone and um this person I believe was the same person who sold us the magic bag that has many bags in it. Um said that they were trapped and then the voice of second Tedward or Tudward.
0: Tutor ended
2: word. the voice of the 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 magic bag seller.
0: Okay, so you found you found a magic rock and on the other side of it you heard someone someone you knew which sounds like they were captive and then you heard this fake Ted, Ted let's call him Tudeward. I like that. That's kind of funny. You heard Teword. Well, did he threaten you? Did he say what he wanted?
2: I believe he was threatened to come for us. Just as he did with the bag seller.
0: Okay, so this this doppelganger's out to get you. Um, do you think they are in any way associated with the with um, Constance going missing?
2: We did find the rock near the dock where the fisherman disappeared.
0: Okay, that's that's a step in the right direction. Um, hmm.
2: There was also um, a flower. Um, the word, it was a very beautiful blue flower, and there were many near the magic rock at the dock, as well as one in the fisherman's house.
0: Either of you happen to remember what they looked like?
3: No. I didn't see them too well, to be honest.
0: You did have them, right? We
3: don't have them!
0: <laughs> or they were given to Alea. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so... All right. You, it seems like you found some kind of evidence, something that can connect. Um, did you find anything at Constance's place that I happened to miss?
2: Um, there was the blue flower hidden in a, in a, um, well, as, as far as I know, it was hidden in a, in a, in a, in a hole in the, in the, in the wall. Um, okay. I did not, I did not see it myself. Um, Alea saw it, but she described it in a, in a, a hole in a wall. Um, and there was also, uh, a, a blue light floating out towards the island.
0: Okay. Uh,
2: and I, I fell in the water and, and Haley pulled me out of the water and we ran into the neighbor and the neighbor said only good things about, uh, the man of Constance. And then we arrived at the docks. And then we talked to Toodword on the stone. Yes, that's about it.
0: Okay. Um, hey, lady, dear, you look you look really injured. Are you all right? No. No. All uh, right. Here. <laughs> um, you heal nine hit points. As Damn. she goes, Hey, lady, dear. Now try not to focus on the pain in your foot and look me in the eyes. And your foot is going to slowly get better. Okay. Okay. Have you ever been hurt this bad before?
3: Not that I can recall.
0: Okay. Well, the pain, it's going to linger after the healing's done. Um, you might feel an itch after a little while and anything. Um, can you roll me a constitution check?
3: Sure. Solid five.
0: Okay. During the conversation, your eye starts to wander a little bit and you look down at your foot and you can see some of the bones that were kind of messed up. You see, you see you hear like a like a pop as your foot is healing and she she kind of reaches out and grabs your chin and goes no no no, look at me, keep my contact while it's healing. My words are slowly healing your foot. Okay. Okay. And as you say that, you look down and you you flex and your foot feels pretty healed, um, and you can add nine hit points.
3: All right, fully healed. Awesome.
0: See, that wasn't so bad. Again, it's oh, probably I... going to itch for a little while, but um, I think you should be okay with that. How are you doing, Thurbash?
2: Uh, I am... I I will be fine.
0: Okay. All right. Well, first things first. Um, it seems like your other two friends have all the evidence or connections to my dear friend Constance's disappearance. Uh, Where are they?
2: That is another part of the tale. Um... We ran into Tudward, who caused the large fire, and after we had stopped the fire and saved the people, the Tudward disappeared, and the guards started to chase us. And so we ran.
0: Okay, they ran, you split up. Hmm, okay. I probably should have told you not to do that. Um, that's usually the first rule of a hunting party. But you guys, you're, you're new you. at this. You're new at this. It's okay. We're going to go I find them. All right. Well, we're first, we're going to make our way.
2: I will remember this.
0: <laughs> you will remember this. I hope so. Looks like, yeah, it cost you dearly. Um, and she motions towards Haley's foot. She goes, look, we're going to head back over to Constance's boat. See if we can dig up anything else. And we're going to see see about finding your friends, okay?
2: That would be very good.
0: You guys, the two of you put in a lot of work today, and you should feel good about that.
2: I, I hope to feel better later. <laughs> I feel better now.
0: If anybody asks you any questions from the city guard, you tell them to talk to me,
2: okay? I mean, all I'll right. be with
0: you, but if you, we happen to get separated, that'll be what happens, all right?
2: I will tell them to talk to you and then run.
0: No, 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 don't. Don't Don't immediately run.
2: I will tell you to talk to you. Wait.
0: No, don't run. And then run. Look, people in our profession, we get into some weird kind of suspicious things sometimes because we're hunting things that are, you know, not abiding by the law. So if if you run immediately upon questioning, you're telling everyone, hey, I might have did something wrong. Hmm. So sometimes it's a, it's a little best to wait it out. There are some scenarios where it makes a little more sense to run, but you probably could have talked your way out of that considering how much good you did to help out. Come on. Um, and she pats you on the shoulder um, right as Lorelai is coming out with two coughs and she goes, hold them for later. We'll, we'll be back tonight, okay? Okay, I can do that. <laughs> um, Lorelai's so adorable. <laughs> and she pats, the, she pats you on the shoulder and says, come on, let's head back over to Constance's ship and see what we can do about finding your friends. Hey there, listeners, and welcome to the mid-roll. I've got to say, our Hello My Name Is promotion has been doing
1: great,
0: and we have so many NPC names that you wonderful folks have provided for us. This week, Eddie Brunn, the guard, was named by Poems by Cheyenne on Twitter, and Lorelei, the owner of the Flamingo, was named by At Spectral Glooms on Twitter as well. If you want to name an NPC, or, you know, just learn more about the show check us out at www.toapodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter where we, you know, post promotions, share other shows, and just tweet about, you know, how much fun we have making the show. You can find us at Tales of aspiron on Twitter. For our cross promo this week, I'd like to share a really great production and an amazing friend of our show, Top of the Round. Take it away, Kenan.
2: Hi there, I'm Kennan and I'm the DM for Top of the Round. We are a homebrew character-driven actual play podcast fueled by the power of D&D 5e. What happens when a naive druid, an orphaned monk, and a mysterious drought elf are roped into becoming a mailman for a goddess?
4: Join Talus. As you know, my bosses aren't the most merciful people. Chaz. Hey, do you guys know where I could
1: find a map of everywhere? And Seku. We might as well try. It's the worst thing that could happen is we could die
2: find us wherever you listen to a podcast episodes drop every monday hope to see you soon
0: their cast has been there with us every step of the way as our show has grown and i don't know where i'd be without them seriously i was not active on social media and they showed me the ropes and the community out there is wonderful and i owe it all to them give them some love for me all right as for us we release episodes every other friday so I'll be seeing you again on November 29th. I know, I know, this release is technically on a Monday and that's not the new norm. Life last week was a bit hectic for me and it pushed back the editing for this particular episode. All right, let's get back to the show.
1: I remember running running from the fire and slinging Aaliyah over my shoulder and running into the darkness Okay, then good. That's exactly where we're picking up. Um, oh, so dope. Okay. Currently, <laughs> you
0: are sprinting down the, the main thoroughfare of the Dockside District of Whispering Lake. Um, behind mm. you, maybe about 30 feet, you can hear the rushed footsteps of two more members of the city guard. Um, you're shouldering past people who are kind of parting around you as you're running. What do you want to do? Aleya's slooped over your shoulder. Aleya, you can do be doing whatever you want right now. <laughs> Except
1: not being over my <laughs> shoulder.
4: <laughs> Wait, why why are we running?
1: Um did I rage? Did that happen? You were still raging, yeah. Oh okay. There's no way I can answer <laughs> with any kind of syntax or grammar, so I'ma just scream and run. Alright, where where's your goal here? Um is there are there woods is there a is there wilderness?
0: Um, yeah, to the northern direction of town. You'd have to cut into an alleyway. Um, Aleia, here's a better question. He's carrying you over his shoulder, like, fireman style. Are you facing backwards or forwards?
4: Uh, backwards? Well, okay. What's, a, what's the most natural, like, if someone's just... If he's running away, I think it would be backwards, because I would be have facing...
0: Okay, behind you, so, Tedward's sprinting down the road. Um, His feet are kind of clacking on the cobbles as he runs. And behind you, you can see two guards trying very hard to keep up with them um spears in hand um one of them is bloody and a little too familiar to you um and tedward you st- you stop at a quick thoroughfare and look around what do you want to do um how do you want to try and lose them or do you want to try and talk to them
1: you're asking me if i want to talk to somebody i know that's a silly question well oh, man i'm running i'm gonna go with good old athletics which is my one good skill check and i'm just gonna try to run Okay. Um, roll me an athletics check, then. Let's get this dice roller with ad- up. With advantage, because you're still raging. Oh, uh, with advantage? Oh, dear. Lord. Uh 22. Holy shit. Okay. I, yeah. <laughs> um,
0: You stop and take a quick, hard turn down an alleyway, because you want to go to the woods, and the closest woods is north. And you just book it. And Alea, you see these two guards quickly getting further and further away and you see one of the two just stop and put his hands on his knees and he's breathing heavy um as you guys make it to the edge of the alley and turn the corner you see another guard like looking up in your direction um and tedward you just sprint up the street fast shouldering past people you almost knock over a guy um escorting a fruit cart and like cabbages yeah you just kind of barrel right past them and you hear something hit the ground and Alea, you see some fruit rolling and you see this um halfling gentleman yelling and cursing and shaking his fist at you guys as you run past um Aleah, do you want to do anything
4: uh so i can't see the guards anymore right
0: no yeah you guys have definitely outrun them with i rolled a 10 and then he rolled a 22 so
4: oh uh, jeez um you
0: had a much easier time
4: <laughs> I, I i guess i'm gonna just try to Try to talk again and be like, put me the fuck down and I'll like kick my legs a little bit.
1: Okay. Um, Tedward, are you still in your raging? Oh yeah, I'm raging Cajun potatoes, baby. Okay. Oh, Cajun <laughs> potatoes. Give me an acrobatics check, Aaliyah.
4: Okay. I can't read. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was looking for the number. That's okay. Uh, an eight.
0: Eight. Okay. Um, <laughs> you're running down the road and Tedward, you can just feel him like holding on for dear life. Um, he's probably still got his rage blinders on. Um, he sprints maybe another block or two up the street. Um, Tedward, you can see the wood, the woodlands surrounding the edge of town. It's probably about a five-minute run if you want to keep going. Five minutes? It's like a whole mile away. Yeah, hmm. but you can see it in the distance. You can feel leia squirming on your back, kind of like smacking you. How long does rage last? Um,
1: I think Quite rage only lasts a minute. It's just a phase. It's just a um, Then there's no way I can rage run all the way there. Um. What What's around me aside from, you know, like the town? What kind of buildings? Um, so
0: looking around off to your right, you see a restaurant um, with like a sign of a fish on the front door. Um, you can see there are two clothing shops kind of butted right up next to each other. Across the street, you can see what looks to be a small inn or something. Um, there's a a sign hanging from the front that says wind speak in. Okay. What would you like to do? The Mm. wood, the woodlands are about a mile if you're still trying to get out of town.
1: Yeah, I don't, well, I I would only do that if my rage was going to last that long. It's just not.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. So you're running down the road and you're starting to realize how tired you are just from straight rage running and carrying a lay all the way here. Um, and your rage subsides about. Okay. Probably going to drop her.
4: Um, okay, well, I tried to get my bearings and figure out where the heck I am.
0: Okay, roll me a survival check. Just to see if you Mm -hmm. remember wandering through this part of town or not. 12. Okay. You're a little bit further north in town than you guys had been before in your wanderings, because you kind of came in at the southern end. Um, but from where you guys are, um, in the distance you can kind of see the mayor's, like, the mayor's estate. And using that as kind of a reference point, you can kind of tell that the docks are probably about two, three streets off to your right, maybe about 10 minutes from here. Um, so you have a pretty decent idea of where you are. You haven't been in this part of town specifically, but it's not super hard to tell.
4: Okay. Um, well, that was a, a journey. Um, I'm going to stand up and then look for um, Haley and Thurbash to see if they're hanging around somewhere.
0: Okay, roll me a perception check. Roll a deck save now. Twelve. Um with <laughs> a twelve, you do not see anything. Um you don't see anybody that looks familiar.
1: Yo, I'm I'm for real. Roll a dex. Wait, why? <laughs> just just do it. Alright, what is about to happen? Uh, so what what am I what? You gotta roll a dexterity save. Oh, what is he God. doing?
4: I don't know. I have a negative one with deck saves.
1: Alright, try it. Sixteen? Okay. Okay. As you turn around. You duck just in time, just as my book, which was like a solid one minute behind us as we were running away, <laughs> like, zooms around the corner and almost just hits you right in the face. Oh right. my god. Um, and it th- smacks into me. Thank you
0: for that, Jim. because about a hundred feet down the road, you can clearly see the two guards that were chasing you are chasing the book.
4: Oh, shoot.
0: You could see them sweaty, or not sweaty, from a hundred feet away, that'd be nuts. Um, if you think they were that sweaty, but you can see them running. They're not running nearly as fast as they were before, but they're running in your direction.
4: Um, well, well now that we ran, we have to stay hidden. Is there a, is there like a place we can hide in any, any place that we can just like dip? Um, Except the book will follow us. So maybe we should just continue to outrun.
1: Hmm. Okay. Yeah, you uh, I had a really good idea. I had a really good idea, but Ted would, would never have such a good idea. <laughs> maybe
4: what is it? Maybe it we can rationalize pure it. Luck.
1: I mean, we're near a clothes stop. We could do makeover disguises.
4: I don't know about you, but that sounds like a Tedward thing.
1: No, that would be like if he was like, let's plant ourselves in the ground like crops. He's a farming guy. (laughs) Are there any like farm related escape capers? No, not really. Okay, so what Um, are you guys doing? um, mm, mm. 80 feet?
4: Ah, oh, I'm gonna. We're gonna just duck into a store.
0: Okay. Um, pick one. You got two clothing stores, a restaurant, a small inn.
4: A restaurant.
1: Okay. Um, both of you step off
0: to the side. Roll me a stealth check.
1: Oh boy, this should be amusing.
4: We'll just start a food fight. It's fine.
1: I got a six. Oof.
4: I got a natural one. Oh, it's a
0: zero. <laughs> okay. You, you step forward. Somehow you rolled lower than me. I didn't think that was possible because I rolled a two. Uh, <laughs> you, you both step forward and pull, uh, one of you pulls the door open and the bell jingles right as you see the guard stop looking for you. And the jingle just catches one of the ears and they look over to you, seeing you about to run into the building. Um, the one guard raises up their, and, and the other one who was kind of looking around wildly spots both of you, and they both start sprinting in your direction. They're about 50 feet away now.
4: Uh, but, 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 um, I'm going to use fog cloud in the restaurant. <laughs> 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 you made it's me not, ink. <laughs> it's not destructive, but it's enough of a distraction. Okay,
0: so you cast fog cloud um, all over the front of the restaurant. Where do you guys want to go?
4: I'm just going to pull Tedward right into the restaurant and try to find, like, the back, like, through the kitchen door. <laughs> like, okay. the back exit.
0: Um, you step into this this um, restaurant, and immediately off to the left, you can see a bar. Um, there are a handful of patrons sitting there. Um, some are eating what look to be little sushi rolls and things like that. And there's um, a host standing by the door. It's this kind of tall, thin, half-elf-looking individual. And you, both of you, just, the fog rolls in, and they go what the hell is going and both of you just breeze past him they go up uh, up uh, up uh, do you do you have a reservation as you guys sprint to the back and you hear as the kitchen door closes behind you no you're not supposed to oh
1: fuck it roll him a deck save <laughs> <laughs> okay oh no you guys hear a
0: thud as the book just hits him in the back of the head and they stumbled up down to the floor and the, the swing door with the little um, hole cut in it bursts open as the book goes by and you see this, um, the host just flat on their face as you guys stand in what is currently like the back kitchen area. To your right, there's a, a large brick oven with a flame in it and a chimney that goes up to the roof and at the back of the restaurant or the back of this kitchen um, next to like the long cutting table you can see that there's a back exit if you wanted to go that way. And there's a staircase that wraps around to go upstairs too.
1: Back exit.
4: Let's go. <laughs> no, wait.
1: Um, Keep this momentum. <laughs> yes.
0: <yeah. laughs> both of you burst through the back exit of the kitchen to much dismay as the two chefs that are in there cutting up fish and preparing food for the, the um, denizens of the restaurant. Um, and as you both go by, one who's a little bit of a hair trigger, can one of you roll me a dexterity save? Um, whoever would be at the back. You guys can decide.
4: I was pulling Tedward forward, so Tedward would be in the back.
1: Okay, Tedward, dexterity save. I think my dexterity is actually pretty good, so seventeen. Um. Okay. So
0: as this this wooden door opens and you uh, swing, you hear the um the deep, deep voice of the um the orcish cook, who was cutting up fish. And he goes, "What the fuck are you? Get the hell out of here!" And then you hear, and then as you see a cleaver stuck in the side of the wall. went right over your shoulder and stuck in as both of you stumble out into the back. Um, It's like a small back fenced
1: off area at the back of this restaurant.
4: Well, that's a bit of an exaggeration, but okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah, what a drama queen.
4: (laughs) Right. Um, Okay, Um, how far away is the book? Because I feel like we should pick that up before we move anywhere because it's just going to keep following us and then leading a path of where we go.
0: Um, about three, <laughs> three seconds after it. you guys step out, you hear, and then a tad, like a, a smattering of pages as it impacts the fence and just hits the ground
1: and then flaps for a minute and then gets up and starts flapping over next to the word.
4: Just, just grab it. Grab it and go.
1: All right. I'll grab it and I'll stuff it in my backpack. Do I have a... You can hear it struggling again. you as you shove it in your bag.
0: shh. <laughs> <laughs> Roll me a persuasion check.
1: Oh, it won't even work, man. That thing is crazy powerful magic. Okay. Can't be reasoned with. I like that more. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the two of you stand kind of in the back, um,
0: like, fenced off area behind this restaurant. It seems like you're in an alleyway between two sections of street. Um, There's a little, there's a wooden fence. There's a wooden door on the fence with, like, a little latch on it. Um, from this side, it
1: seems like it's not locked. What would you like to do?
4: Uh, Edward, do you have any ideas? (laughs) Which direction? Wait,
1: wait, there's a door in the fence? Yeah. How high is the fence? Uh, five feet. Oh, man. Well, if we can open it, I could just throw her over and then go.
0: (laughs) I mean, you could, that's probably more fun. But
1: you could open it if you wanted. Am I
4: going to get a say in this tossing over the fence? Absolutely.
0: You always
1: get a say. (laughs) Yeah, it's a reflex check. There's going to be a lot of those tonight.
4: (laughs) Um, Yeah, but I'm game.
0: I'm going to just try the fence. I'm going to try the door, rather. Um, Yeah, you pop the latch on the fence, and it swings forward, no problem. It wasn't locked. Tedward is visibly disappointed. (laughs) He wanted something to break.
4: (laughs) Um... So is, it, is, it, is what, what's after the fence?
0: Um, so you step out into what looks to be a thin alleyway between two, two long rows of buildings. Off to your right, you can see two-story buildings with series of windows. It almost looks like it could be a row of townhomes or things like that. And off to your left, you can see a bunch of other similar fenced-off areas. Some of them are wooden. Some of them are just kind of posts with ropes marking off everybody's kind of cordon section. But it looks to be the back of a bunch of shops on that street that you just went through. Um, the street carries on for about another 120, 150 feet. And then you can see there's like another intersection alleyway that leads out to the main thoroughfares.
4: What? Can I like roll a survival check to just randomly pick what I hope is a good direction? Yeah, sure. Unless Ted, where do you have something else? So another direction you want to (laughs) go? No. Because I don't know. And 11.
0: Okay. Um. You make your way down this alleyway in between the buildings. Um, it's only maybe about six feet at its widest, so it's a bit tight as you go down. But um, you make it down to the end, and you look left, and you can see the ma- uh, main thoroughfare, and you look right. You can see another one. Um. Are you aiming to get closer to the docks or further away?
4: Uh. I mean, I feel like because we last discussed about that's what our plan was to go back to the boat and spend the night there, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's where I would try to be going.
0: Okay, yeah. So you turn left and make your way back out to the main thoroughfare. Um, at this point, you take a quick peek out. you want to roll me a perception check? Uh,
4: 21.
0: Okay, Um, you peek out, and first thing that catches your eye is directly across the road, maybe about 30, 40 feet, you see another alleyway, and you know that'll lead you in the direction of the docks. And if you look down to your left, where you kind of came from on the main road right before you dipped in that restaurant, you can see there's still kind of a lingering fog that's starting to disperse. And outside you can see one of the guards um, that was searching for you, kind of looking around through the crowd and questioning people.
4: Okay, I think we need to keep a low profile for a little bit. Since someone decided to run, (laughs) we are now criminals in multiple cities. How did I get up here? How, 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 did I?
1: Wait, multiple cities?
4: Yeah. In the first city, we, we, we broke someone out of prison.
1: Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> sent him back with a thank you note, or <laughs> an I'm sorry note attached to <laughs> Wait a, to a minute, note. wait a minute,
1: wait, 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 That wasn't us. That was the Potato Sack Savage.
4: <laughs> the
0: Potato
1: Sack Savage?
4: <laughs> I didn't know he had a name.
1: <laughs> oh, I mean, I, 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 that's what I hear.
4: Well, I, I I just I don't even know I, I don't even know, um. Yeah, so I, I think we're gonna try to stay hidden.
0: Okay, so while you two are standing there hidden, just roll me a stealth check.
4: But I'm bad at that.
0: With advan, I'd say with advantage because you guys are so far away from where oh the guards currently are.
1: Got a ten. All right.
4: What the frick? I got an eight, but the other roll, roll was a freaking negative. It was a zero. It was a,
1: oh
0: my god! It was right. a well, one. thankfully, okay. So you're both of you are sitting in this alleyway, and Leia, you keep peeking out, and you peek out once, and you see a guard look in your direction, and like your adrenaline starts rushing, and you peek your head back, and wait, and wait. A minute, two, three minutes pass, and you peek out again. And you can see the two guards now are walking back in the direction they came away from you guys. Um, And then you kind of let out a sigh of relief and you hear right behind you a voice go, is everything all right?
4: Ah, what?
0: Yeah, you jump. Um, As you see, Igni has kind of materialized on the ground next to you.
1: Oh, thank God. I thought it was that drug dealing goblin again. (laughs)
0: no he he's much more of uh, the uh you know like the kind of new york accent new i forgot york. but um, oh. Igni, shit! hold on <laughs> gotta break this voice is everything all right
4: igni welcome back yes everything's totally fine we're definitely not running from guards we definitely didn't split up the party i was watching totally i was cool.
0: watching Irn, and i
1: heard an explosion
4: was that us look was over it?
1: The <laughs> i mean it happened to us (laughs) you don't look Uh, burnt impressive
4: wait do we know where the source of that explosion came from
0: uh it was it
4: we it was the 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 never mind i know i know i caught up (laughs) sorry um uh
0: alaya you are hurt what what happened
4: it's it's a, a lot of things happened there was a there was a there was a clone that popped in at one point in time um what else happened? I'm just trying to like catch up with with the events that have happened. Leia is just like head spinning.
0: For the listener's sake, we can hand wave that you tell Igni what happened because we literally just went through this with the other two. <laughs> hey. Um. So you you fill in Igni and he goes. Do you do you need me with you or should I go back to our agreement?
4: Um, is there a way you could tell us where the other two are? Because I know, I think Hele has the the sword, right?
0: The vessel. Yeah. Yes. Um, you see Igni, um, you dematerialize, and Thurbash and Hele. You two are walking down the road, um, um, the first street of Whispering Lake along the docks with Rose, after you met, met with her back at the Fancy Flamingo. And mm-hmm. you're making your way down the street, and Halei, hey, you hear a voice in your head, and it goes, Hello,
3: Halei. Hey, mm-hmm.
0: Catman, is
3: this you? Finally. I unsheathe the sword and finally start talking to you out of nowhere.
0: <laughs> um, so you're, you're talking to the sword, of Thorbash, do you do anything?
2: Are... Uh, th- uh, our- Rose... The sword's talking. The- I haven't known him long enough to know if this is weird or not.
0: Hey, Leia, you all right? As she looks over her shoulder at you while you guys are walking down the
3: street. Looks at her. Doesn't break out kind of like with a sword and just says, shh, the sword is speaking. Hey, Leia, where are you? Where are we? Oh,
0: touch the ruby on the hilt of the sword.
3: <laughs> I touch the ruby. I push on the ruby.
0: Um, It feels warm under your thumb and you see cracks in the metal of this blade start to light with this kind of orange glow, almost like a fire. And you see on the ground as a little scorch mark. <laughs> lights up and you see Igni sitting at your feet and he goes Oh okay you're at the docks I just spoke with Alea and Tedward. Where are you heading now?
3: Can everyone not see him? Yeah. Uh... Firdrash, <laughs> you? Yeah. Fairbrash are you okay? <laughs> are you having a strong
2: uh... Fire cat
0: <laughs> Oh yeah fire cat Um Rose goes, Oh is this your little elemental friend? Yeah. Hello
2: there. He's <laughs> part of the sword.
0: Look, enough of the niceties. Where are you going?
2: What? Where are we going again? The man of Constance, he has a boat. And that boat, we're going to fire cat.
0: Constance, boat, understood. And um, Igni just kind of curls into this black smoke as it burns away. And Rose goes, I, is that good news, I guess? What did the cat say to you, Haley?
3: I thought you guys could hear him. He said...
0: No, I mean, we could hear him when he was here, but he was mostly complaining.
3: Oh, well, he just asked where we were going. Oh. That's all he wanted to know is where we were going.
0: All right. Well, that's good. Um, I guess we'll see your friends there. Um, and you guys make your way slowly towards Constance's boat. Um, and then we cut back to Alea and Tedward as Igni reappears at your feet, Alea, and goes, they are on their way to the docks.
4: Oh. <sighs> Beautiful, Igni, you beautiful, beautiful cat.
0: I do not like this. <laughs> this thing you are doing, I don't like it. That's not a dog. <laughs>
4: um, can you be more specific? You
0: brute, <gasps> Igni's glaring it? at you, Tedward. <gasps> you would dare oh, call, me. call me a dog, <laughs> and then Igni just curls up into flames and
1: vanishes
4: i'm gonna smack tedward's shoulder you gotta apologize
1: he disappeared
4: <laughs> next time you see him i'm telling you
1: all right it's clearly a goat
4: <laughs> clearly okay to the ducks
1: um so you guys
0: roll me one more survival check for the sake of it just because it could be funny
4: we all know how bad i am at survival actually i'm not that bad
1: so what happens if you crit fail? Do you die? <laughs> I'm asking for a friend. Did you just crit fail your survival check? Yes. No, you
0: don't die. You just have no idea where you were. If you were in the oh, woods, you'd probably bring back poison food.
1: The world! It went dark. <laughs> I got an 11. I can't
4: see!
0: Um, an 11 more than enough. Um, you don't get lost along the way, and you just kind of jump jump from alley to alley it takes you a little bit because you're still weary about guards but it seems like whatever effort they had to chase you has kind of subsided um you're not sure why and you make your way over to the docks and the two pairs of you reconvene um thurbash and rose you the three of you make your way up the docks and after 10 minutes or so you make it to constance's dock and at the end you can see the familiar yellow ship and the familiar blue boat, kind of bobbing on the water of the lake, and Hale and Thurbash, can you guys roll me perception checks?
3: Yes, I can do that. Uh-oh. Believe I can. Ooh. Natural twenty.
0: Okay. Um, Nineteen. Hele, um, your ears are up, and you're looking around and listening and being pretty weary. And you fan your head back, and you look towards um, an alleyway of one of the in between two. Um, small town homes, and you see Alea, um, with this big kind of hulking shadowed form behind her, um, hiding in the shadow of this building, and they're peeking out looking. Looks like Alea and Tedward have made their way to you.
4: And the band's back together again.
0: Y'all got so lucky, because if Tedward's rage had ran you into the woods, that would have been real bad.
4: <laughs> that's where all those, those spirits are, right?
0: And that's where you would have been bleeding
1: from your side. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's okay, I can punch, like, really hard. But can you punch <laughs> ghosts? <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I mean, he can punch really hard.
4: Really hard.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you write in the book that I can punch ghosts, I can punch ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tedward's oh, feet, Ghost um... Puncher 9000. Um, yeah,
0: so the four of you reconvene, and Rose goes, Well, isn't that convenient timing? Are you two all right? That's a word. Are you, are you injured, too?
4: Ah! Uh, I look down. She,
0: she looks at your <laughs> your shirt, which clearly has some blood, kind of around the abdomen, from the spear that oh. nicked you as it went by. Just a little. All right, come, come on, come. Let, let's go down to Kansas but I'll heal you up a little if I can.
4: Um, I'm gonna follow all the while mumbling. I wonder if that restaurant's gonna have to shut down because I I, I ran through the kitchen with blood.
1: <laughs> I mean, it'll shut, down, shut down because bastards. the host is brain dead now. <laughs>
4: oh no <laughs> <laughs> got killed no. he got
1: beamed by that book
4: <laughs> yep sniped oh.
0: um alaya so first you guys start to make your way down the dock um towards constance's boat and um rose looks back to you and she goes so it looks like y'all got into a heap of trouble huh?"
4: we didn't even really do anything it kind of just.
0: You ran, right? Uh, I did tell her we ran.
4: I mean, technically, there was running, and chasing, but we didn't do anything.
0: I'll give you a hint for the future, um, since you're the, you know, the one in charge. It seems the brightest one. No I mean, offense, I... Tadward. No offense. I... Uh... Your bulb is dim, <laughs> but it's very fierce. Oh help me. You could say that it's so bright that the bulb would shatter. What are you talking about? Never mind, it went over your head. Leia, <gasps> next time if somebody questions you, try not to run right away,
4: or I will at take least that urge urge
0: them into not running. I
4: will. Yep. Listen, if I had any control as to what happened, it would have gone different. But I see it, it's fine. It's fine. I, I
0: roll it. me a. Hmm. What would this be? I'm gonna roll her an insight check. Okay, she doesn't seem to notice anything. Um, she goes, well, all right. Um, and while this kind of little conversation has been happening, um, you healed for seven hit points.
1: Nice.
0: Um, as the, I don't know, maybe just the way she was talking to you, but something felt comforting about it. And you kind of notice at the end of the conversation that you're, the wound in your side has kind of stopped throbbing. Still present, but it definitely does not hurt as much as it did. Cool. Um, and, she, and Rose stands with the four of you at the edge of this dock, right by Constance's boat. And she goes, all right, so let's double check here. Um, you said you found some weird flowers hidden in the wall of the boat here and down by where they found that body, yeah?
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have one of the flowers, right?
0: You have both of them. They gave me... Did I-
4: did I take the one that was in the boat? I thought I put that back.
0: Um,
2: I think you did. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I think you only have flowers from the, the dock itself.
4: Yeah. or for, Yeah, okay. From the, the, where they found the body, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll take out the flower and show her.
0: Hmm. Well, I've never seen any of these before myself. Um, do you, do you have any idea
4: of them? Uh, actually.
0: Plants kind of aren't yes. my thing.
4: Um, they are called, shoot, hold on, wait, I got this. It's like, ethereal lilies. Yes, there we go.
0: Um, do you remember what you learned about them? I know it was a little while back when we had this session, so.
4: Um.
2: I remember. They have something to do with dreams.
0: Do you want, do you want me to remind you of what you learned? Yes, please. <laughs> okay, um, so you rolled crazy high on this. Um, and what you've learned is, if you burn the petals, it can release a mist that calms your nerves when breathed in. If you consume a petal, submerged into a flash of seawater, um, it's said to cleanse your body oh, and mind of nightmares. nightmares, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. And you also learn learn. This is uh, from your mother. If you
4: lilies, ghost peppers, and basil, basil, basil,
0: yeah. You can make a dreamer's drought, which will allow you. Um, if you drink a sip of the drought, the the steam from the tea will take the presence of your dr- or will take the form of your dreams, and it will reveal ill intent in them if there is any. You can drink a lot of it, which is, as far as your mother said, it's not safe, but it'll give you a much deeper insight into the nature of whatever dreams are happening. Okay, but if, cool. there's a bit of danger to doing that.
2: They could see all your sexy dreams.
4: I say, <laughs> oh.
0: Thurbash. Um, uh... We can assume you just tell her that.
1: (laughs) Yes,
4: Um, yes.
0: So she says, so these things, I didn't know Constance was having nightmares. So what do y'all think about it?
4: Hmm, I mean, I guess, I think we should just do what we were planning on and try to mimic his last night, the last night he was seen, right?
0: The night before he vanished?
4: Yes. Maybe someone drinks some tea, possibly. (laughs)
2: Uh, I am still quite against that idea, but <laughs> I will I will
3: consume.
4: This it's just an idea, just an idea.
3: If need be. Clarabes, you're on board. We already know this. I
4: cannot. Oh. Say no. oh. <laughs> um. You
3: owe me a life debt.
4: I mean, Rose, do you have any ideas?
3: I've. I've been in town
0: for a little while. I actually went to deal with that, the Beast of White leaf to um, to make it, to take my mind off Constance's disappearance. Um, I kinda hit some dead ends. Um, so this this idea sounds as good as any. You said you found these lilies near the other potty that disappeared? Or that showed up? Yes. Um, all right. I think that's, that's, I mean, that's a decent idea. How much can we brew from this, do you think?
4: Mm.
0: You can make this up if you want.
4: I, I don't. I don't know. Um, you, you can make it up. It's a flower. Uh.
0: You have one, two, three, four, four of them.
4: We have four flowers, yeah. and I feel like two, 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 two cups of tea for per flower. I don't know. <laughs>
0: yeah, that sounds fine to me. Um, I don't know shit about making tea, so that sounds fine. I don't <laughs> Um, well, that seems it's enough for all of us.
4: You're right. What if But if we all take it, uh someone could we'll sneak
0: up dead. on us while we're here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're all <Sorry>. high. I, <laughs>
4: okay.
3: that would I guess be one bad. of us has to stay awake. I'll keep watch. Are you sure? No, no, no. Yeah. I think you should go under. They need a strong man under with them, just in case.
1: Under where?
4: I mean, do we group huddle, <laughs> group huddle? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Away from Rose?
4: <laughs> away from Rose. <laughs> All right. No offense. This is just our process. I talk as we've known this each other for our... like a week and a half or something. Our
1: process.
4: <laughs> um, do we but... trust Rose enough to just like not take the tea and watch over us?
1: <laughs> to just get high with her?
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, she would be the one not getting high.
1: She. She. Yeah, did. so leave me out here with her.
2: She did heal our wounds and and take time to help. I believe she is trustworthy.
1: Like if right, you cool. guys are going into like a spirit journey, I am the least useful person in that context.
4: Yeah, but the people disappear, so they go physically somewhere.
1: Yeah, so I'm I'm very physical. Let me deal with the physical stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Would you actually think that though?
2: We we are quite hidden. Not many know that we are on the boat belonging to the man of Constance.
0: Except dirty nautical
2: Santa. Except for that dirty nautical Santa. <laughs>
3: whoever that is.
0: Oh, you weren't here <laughs> for that. That was their nickname for the dockmaster.
3: Oh. Ah.
4: Oh my gosh.
3: Yes, that person. But he only knows that we're
2: looking. He doesn't know that we're staying. Yeah, when we don't leave, right? it'll be kind of fishy.
1: Yeah, That's didn't crazy. he say the dock fees were, like, paid up for a while? Like a month, at least. Yeah, so we can squat here if you guys get, like, really hot boxed, And that <laughs> that tea puts you out for, like, a long time. How
3: long do you Displace. think we're going to be put out for? please.
1: I don't know. I don't grow drugs. <laughs> I was an honest farmer.
4: Oh, my gosh.
1: You never grew a mushroom? Grew potatoes.
4: <sighs> All right,
0: well... That works. Y'all, you're all done back there?
4: Yes.
3: As will ever be, I guess. I believe so.
0: All right, so what would you like to do? If I were alone, you know, I would be taking point on this kind of thing, but, you know, since I'm trying to get you settled into the the guild mindset and everything, you, the four of you can take point, and I'll just kind of oversee and help out.
3: That's appreciated.
4: Um.
0: Let you find your wings on your own.
4: So, so Tedward, you've decided you're not doing, it, right? You're gonna keep yeah, guard.
3: Yeah, I'll keep watch. Okay. Tedward, straight edge.
4: So <laughs> I guess three of us we're <laughs> gonna take total. the tea. Um, and if Rose, you wanted to join Tedward in not doing it and just keep <laughs> him watch, or you could join us and take and drink some tea. This sounds really weird. <laughs> it's like tea. <laughs> Drink the <laughs> right? tea, man. Drink the tea. Um, anyway.
0: I think I am not very much experienced in the, that kind of thing. I calm my nerves by reading a book. Um. So I'll keep watch over all y'all. See what you can find. And then if anything starts to go wrong, I'll wake you up. It says it works with, you know, dreams and nightmares, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I think that it, there should at least be one or two of us out here. Um. I don't mind sitting out.
4: All right, cool. So... Tea, tea time tonight, right? All right. Tea
3: time um, tonight. <laughs> do we have all the ingredients?
4: Do I have the ingredients as a druid who deals with some type of plants sometimes?
0: I'm gonna say <laughs> no, but okay. if you want to roll an investigation check, you might be able to get a plate, get something from a place.
4: Can I can I look around the the ship? Because if he was making his own tea.
0: Roll me an investigation check. Yes. Our brains were in the same spot.
4: (laughs) A 15.
0: Okay. Um, Digging through the the interior of the ship, um, you do manage to find a pouch of these exact ingredients. It seems that Constance was making a dreamer's drought. And there's a lot of this stuff. Um, It's not like there's just a small amount. Um, But in the same compartment where you left the ethereal lily behind it, you can see there's a small dark dark pouch that kind of blended into the shadow when you first looked, um, but popping it open, you can see that there are dried basil leaves, and a bunch of ghost pepper seeds.
4: Cool. I I just imagine that this next part is just gonna be like um, Sokka from Avatar: Last Airbender when he drinks the cactus water. <laughs> like it's just gonna be oh, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> losing it.
0: As the afternoon sun dips closer and closer to the horizon on the lake, our adventurers sit bobbing within Constance's blue ship, moored on the northern docks of the city. Inside, Alea, with a decisive hand, begins preparations for a dreamer's drought meditation. Behind the party, Rose Lieblund stands in thought, nervously tapping her foot on the floor of her missing friend's home. A doppelganger? Now why would a doppelganger want to hurt them? Of all people? Look like a fish. Look, look like a fit. That's, no, it it can't be the same. That's in the past. That's gone and dealt with. Calm down, Rose. You're just connecting two dots that aren't there. Nervously, she looks away from the boat out onto the bobbing surface of the lake. In the distance, a faint blue orb of light shimmers across the water before vanishing from sight. Her fist clenches the hilt of her black iron hammer, steeling herself against what they may face on this night, this lonely, dark night on the Whispering Lake. Hey everybody, and thanks for sticking around. I really hope our party learned a lesson this week about facing your problems head on, you know, instead of fleeing for the woods. We all know Tedward is 2-0 and 0 on that front, and, I, you know, I'm kind of running out of shopkeeps to, you know, make up on the spot. Our songs and ambient music for this episode are features from Kevin McLeod and Sword Coast Soundscapes, which you can find in our episode description. Spread the word. Keep an eye out for a giveaway update on Twitter. And leave us a rating review on Podchaser or Apple Podcasts. Oh, and don't forget to have a wonderful week. Our next episode should arrive on November 29th. See you soon.